So you met this guy because of the crypto podcast that you mm-hmm. guys had started? Okay. And um, with that, he invited us to speak on a stage. On uh, He had a Meta Money conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He invited us to speak. And that's how I met Finesse. Okay. Um, I had been watching him for a minute because he, when we would go to uh, Fitz's house, he would have on this rich and unemployed shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what is that? I want to be rich and unemployed. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm unemployed. <laughs> I want to be rich. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got so, one of them now. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. <laughs> so what happened was uh, when we go on, when we went on stage, when we got off, mm-hmm. um, before it was time for him, I walked up to him. I was like, hey, I want to work with you. Yeah. I want you to teach me yeah. what you do. I love the way your podcast look. Um, he didn't have many subscribers. It was like six or seven thousand. Okay. Um, but from his content and from the people I knew, he knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, it's going to go. It's going to go up. Okay. And I, I wanted to learn from that. Okay. Um, and luckily, he he gave me an opportunity. When she came on board, what what position did he bring you on as? Uh, at first, I was just editing. Okay. And then I started shooting it. Yeah. And then I started shooting and editing it. Okay. And then he officially made me the producer after about six or seven months. Okay. And what was the what was the podcast at as far as the numbers at that time? It was like on YouTube, it was like six or seven thousand when I first got there. Okay. Um, and then it just it grew in about eight months to now we had two hundred thousand subscribers. Wow. So man, you gotta break that down. What contributed to the growth? Yo, what's going on, Equity Chasers? Listen, I know you guys are enjoying the episode. Real quick, I know that you guys have already subscribed to the channel, so that's not why I'm coming to you. I'm coming to you guys because we have some major things that we're going to be rolling out. So what I need you to do is pause the video, go down to the description. Right above the description of the video, you're going to see a link. That link is going to give you access to our email list. I need you to subscribe. So when we roll out some of these things, you'll be one of the few that can get into the room. What are we going to roll out? We're going to be opening up our studios this summer. We're going to be letting you guys come in. We're going to be letting you guys watch us record live. We also have some live events planned. We have a lot of things that we're going to be rolling out for you, the entrepreneur who's looking to take your business, your game to the next level this summer. You're going to want to hit that email list and tap in. So look, let's do this. Let's get back to the video. Thank you. What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Equity Tap Network. Listen, man, I'm excited. I got my guy Sean Wick in the building with me today, man. What's going on? Sean is responsible or part of the team that's responsible for taking the rich and unemployed brand from 9,000 subscribers on YouTube to over 200,000 subscribers. Is that YouTube or Instagram? That's YouTube. Instagram YouTube. is like a half a million almost, four, yeah. like a little bit over 400,000. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to dive into how do you take your content to the next level. Uh, we're going to also talk about the art of podcasting. Sean has a, uh, a plan and a play to help other individuals do that. Before we jump all the way in it, man, kind of frame, you know what I'm saying, who you are for people that may not know you. Tell your background, who you are, all that good stuff, and then we'll jump into this thing, man. Got you. Sean Wick, you know, I, I do not miss. Yeah. Uh, that's the name. You know, it's a little play on John Wick, but I'm, I'm just a guy from from small town in North Carolina. So after high school, I moved to a bigger city, and I started out as rapping. Everybody would have okay. been a rapper, yeah, yeah. right? Where did you move? Um, To Raleigh, North Carolina. Raleigh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And um, when I was rapping... I noticed I wasn't getting no money. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and then the style I did was more like the boom bap, old 90s. Oh, okay. You know what cool, I'm saying? Cool. Like, Method Man's my favorite rapper of all time. Gotcha. If gotcha. that give any indication. For sure, yeah. So, I knew it wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Just looking at the market, I knew it wasn't going to be something that I'll probably, you know, put my daughter through college. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, for sure. So, what I thought was, well, how can I stay, you know what I'm saying, around it? Yeah. And still make some income. My guy, Illy Rock, I think he's the best videographer out of North Carolina. One of the best of all time. For sure. Um, The camera he shot my music video with, the one and only one I ever shot. Yeah. He gave it to me and gave me an opportunity to learn the skill. um, Because I'm not a cameraman. So I was just shooting music videos. And um, after that, COVID hit. And a week before COVID, my camera broke. Left it out in the sun. Okay. So it uh <laughs> it just stopped working. Gotcha. And uh I didn't know what to do. Yeah. I was like, you know what, I'm done with all this. What was your photography business yielding you at that time? Had you already grown into a decent sized brand or was it still kinda just something that you was getting off the ground? Get I would I would say for the pool that I was in, mm-hmm. it was cool. I was pretty much known around North Carolina. Okay, okay. But and then my mentor was was really big. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I benefited off that. Okay. But what happened was I was nickel and diamond. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like okay. four, five hundred dollars per video. So going around, gotcha. yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I realized that wasn't enough. For sure. Then with COVID, 
it was zero. You couldn't get yeah, anybody yeah. gathered. You couldn't do anything. So um, after that, I just went, uh, me and my, my brother Omega, um, we started uh, working with Jason White. Okay. And Jason White, he does government contracts. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. I knew that name sounds familiar. Okay. So, I think I've seen him on some stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah he dope. Amazing. You know, cool. and I really got to, I think that the start of this particular part of this journey mm-hmm. really started from Jason because before that, you know, I was just a guy from North Carolina. Okay. And uh, he gave me and Omega an opportunity. And um, he looked at us one day, he asked us what we really wanted. Yeah. And um, that's when crypto was really heavy. And that's something that I'm very passionate about. Okay. The crypto okay. space. Yeah, for sure. So we stopped working with Jason uh, after his tour. Mm-hmm. I used to, I was a videographer for him. My brother. I was going to ask you, what was the opportunity? Yeah. So he, his videographer couldn't make it to Cleveland okay. one time. And my brother Omega was working as his business manager. Okay. And um, once he was working as his business manager, he just said, yo, bro, listen. I just need you to stay ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he saw some inconsistencies with the videographer. Okay. So he was like, bro, just stay ready. He knew me, you know. I think my, other than, you know, the camera thing, my biggest skill is networking. Gotcha. You put me in a room, we, I'm going to figure out how to get to the next room. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? And, um... Once we got with Jason, uh, you know, every contact Jason took us around because he didn't treat us like employees. He treated us like little brothers. Gotcha, gotcha. So when he went and had meetings, he would bring us along, uh-huh. not even have me film. He'd okay. just bring us along to sit and watch him. For uh, for like people that don't know Jason's background, kind mm-hmm. of frame that for them so they can so they can kind of understand the dynamic the dynamic between y'all relationship and kind of the level of success that he's been able to see. Got you. So um, if anybody's you know familiar with Rick Ross, most of us should be. Mm-hmm. He was the one of the original of the uh, the Boss Up Conference. Gotcha. So gotcha. he was one of the original members. Okay. And um, after that Boss Up Conference, mm-hmm. my brother Omega's a genius. He literally yeah. hit up <laughs> every person in the Boss Up Conference because that was his goal to get in there. Yeah. And um, Jason was the one to respond, so wow. he has to be his business manager. Okay. And um, and then once he did that, Jason it does government contracts. He was the mm-hmm. first one that I've seen, and yeah. um, I think he's one of the biggest teaching on how you actually get government contracts. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. And uh, he's nice. I've I've seen his stuff many times. You know. What gotcha. I mean? yeah. <laughs> so what is? How did that propel you into this space where you're at right now? Because I know. Uh, you're down in Atlanta now, mm-hmm. and you're working with uh, finesse. You're working yeah. with some 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 decent sized artists out there, man. Or or podcasters or influencers would probably be the better yeah. better word for it, man. How did all that come about? I think Jason prepared me to. Uh, if if someone, it's a picture on my Instagram when I was looking out of a window in Houston, yeah. and I think that he prepared me to be on bigger stages and to be around people who I. I only seen on TV. Gotcha, gotcha. And um, he let us know that hey, we can do it too. Yeah, doesn't matter where we're from. He's from a small town in Virginia. Okay. And um, you know, after getting out in the military, he he tried to do government contracting for yeah, a couple yeah. of years, and I think he won like I think it was like seven or eight dollars his first contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just kept on going, and to see somebody you know that was kind of come from my same type of background. Yeah. Get to that height because he's a multimillionaire. Okay. You know, man, I want to know how he prepared you for you know the next opportunity. I would say he threw you in the water. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's 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 like my brother learned how to swim. I still can't swim. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. My, <laughs> my, my, my dad, you know what I'm saying, threw him in the water. For sure. And that's what he did. He just put us in there. He saw something in us that we didn't see in ourselves. Yeah. And um, he threw us in the water okay. and said, hey, be around and, and make something out of it. He allowed sure. us to make contacts and make, you know what I'm saying, whatever we can make out of the people he brought around. Mm. And... Um, we went to Fogo. My first time at Fogo. Okay, first what is time Fogo? Eating. Fogo de Chao is like a Brazilian steakhouse. Okay, no, I've never heard of it. Oh, we got yeah, we got to go. When you is come to Atlanta, Atlanta? Okay. Yeah, you, we're going to go. Gonna, Say no more. Yeah, I'm All telling right. you. Um, and uh, it was a it was Alex Bostick, which is Rick Ross's, uh, one of his head of securities, one of his, like, one of his brothers, one of his team members. Gotcha, gotcha. And um, he does the Boss Up Conference. So okay. we finally met somebody who we wanted to really meet. Gotcha. And he invited us, okay. you know, just from uh, being around at one of the shoots we did. At yeah. one, um, so what happened was when we got there, uh, we met uh, this lady named V, and she gave us an opportunity and mm-hmm. told me and, and Omega to start our own podcast because that's something I always wanted to do. Okay. Um, since like, I was in high school. Gotcha. Uh, I wanted a podcast called Shut Up, Sean. I got it now. Okay. I just started it. But, um, is that the name of your current podcast? Is that the name of the podcast that you started? Yeah. Shut that's Up, Sean. my personal okay. one. And that's the one that you're still running? Yeah. Okay, cool, mm-hmm. cool. Now, what is, the, what is the podcast about? 
it's just my thoughts, you know. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's just my thoughts on current uh, trending topics, whatever's going on. For sure, for sure. Um, and you know, I, I try to give good advice. Like I go on Reddit. Okay. And I was inspired by like the strawberry letter. Mm, yeah, on, yeah, um, yeah, You know, yeah. like, uh, what's his name? Steve, Steve Harvey. Harvey. Yeah. So I go on Reddit, read people who are asking for advice, and I give my unadulterated uh, <laughs> <laughs> feelings. I've seen some of the responses. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, but, um, <laughs> but with Jason, and um, the biggest thing, like I said, he just threw us in the water. Okay. And um, meeting V allowed me to meet this, meet this guy named Fitz. Uh, we shot a podcast with him because we had a, a podcast that was, um, for crypto. Okay. And um, when we met Fitz, he was heavily into crypto. I okay. mean, he's a genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. about these, and even beyond crypto, like, he's mm-hmm. one of the smartest people I ever met. Do you still hold a lot of positions in crypto? Uh, not as much. Okay, uh, okay. <laughs> anything I got, it just held. Gotcha. Like, I'm not okay. really moving around in it right now. Yeah. How did that play out for you, the crypto space? Oh, everything Everything was great. You know, you, you're going to win and you're going to lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, right now, it's it's not the market to... It's the market to buy if you're extremely knowledgeable. Okay, okay. Um, But with everything I'm trying to do, I ain't really focused on it right now. Gotcha. So you met this guy because of the crypto podcast that you mm-hmm. guys had started? Okay. And um, with that, he invited us to speak on a stage. On uh, He had a Meta Money conference. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He invited us to speak. And that's how I met Finesse. Okay. Um, I had been watching him for a minute because he, when we would go to uh, Fitz's house, he would have on this rich and unemployed shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what is that? I want to be rich and unemployed. You <laughs> yeah, know what yeah. I mean? I'm unemployed. I want to be rich. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got so, one of them now. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. <laughs> so what happened was uh, when we go on, when we went on stage, when we got off, mm-hmm. um, before it was time for him, I walked up to him. I was like, hey, I want to work with you. Yeah. I want you to teach me yeah. what you do. I love the way your podcast look. Um, he didn't have many subscribers. It was like six or seven thousand. Okay. Um, but from his content and from the people I knew he knew, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, it's gonna go, it's gonna go up. And okay. I, I wanted to learn from that. Okay. Um and luckily he, he gave me the opportunity. I was gonna say when once you came on board, what what was what, what position did he bring you on as? Um uh, uh, uh at first I was just editing. Okay. And then I started shooting it. Yeah, and then I started shooting and editing it, okay. and then he officially made me the producer after about six or seven months. Okay, and what was the what was the podcast at as far as the numbers at that time? It was like on YouTube, it was like six or seven thousand when I first got there. Okay, um, and then it just it grew in about eight months to now we had two hundred thousand subscribers. Wow! So man, you got to break that down. What contributed to the growth of the podcast? Was it did you guys repurpose the content a different way? Was it some opportunities that y'all put your head together that came up and and it, it, that would cause the growth? Like, what were some of the main things that caused the growth to go from a couple thousand to over two hundred thousand people? He is a. I would say that the biggest thing about finesse, and, I, and I'm lucky to have him as a mentor. I mean, yeah. I'm eternally grateful. Is that he he understood what what could cause controversy? Okay, and he also delivered a message. Mm. So I think that he grew his Instagram, and through growing his Instagram, it reverberated back to YouTube. Gotcha. But the biggest thing with YouTube is the guest. Okay. He went and collaborated, unless if he had, even if he had to pay, mm-hmm. uh, he went and got the biggest guest, mm. and he did it in the financial sector at first. Okay. But then he brought uh, a, the women element into it. Okay. Okay. And he got away with women. You yeah. know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> with that, I think that the biggest thing was collaboration. Yeah. Um, stealing other people's audiences. Okay. You have to, mm. you, because. The best thing about a podcast, and I think this is where people don't really see the potential Man, is- Man, break it down. You are the plug for attention. Okay. And you give people a voice to tell their story in a way where they can't do it on Instagram. Mm. They can't do it uh, really on a stage. For they sure. can't do it because everything's prompted. Yeah. You know? But when you're on a podcast, you can literally learn about who that person is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then you can take all that content and repurpose it for Instagram. Yeah. And for, you know, TikTok, YouTube, and everything. So that's the way we did it. Yeah. We went and stole everybody else's audiences. They for liked sure. what we had to see, and they stayed. Okay. Man, look. This is gold right here. So, number one, collaboration. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Collab, make sure... 
that you say steal other people's audience, but Take really, it. yeah, but really what you're doing <laughs> is you're creating valuable content, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And if their audience likes it, then they migrate over to you as well. Exactly. So, but yeah, steal, you know what I'm saying, other people's con- uh, audience. That's dope, man. What would be another major contributor? And I guess before you answer that, like, who was like one of the biggest guests that y'all saw that really helped y'all skyrocket the numbers? Um, I know you guys have had so many. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Him 500 was big. M five hundred was really big. Okay. And um and then that but then that came because of, you know, like four or five other people coming up there that was, you know, surrounded by him. I think Princess yeah. came on, a lot of his other um Princess Dior, a lot of his other like students mm-hmm. came on and are like big in the game. Okay. Um, Wall Street Trapper was one of the first yeah, ones. Yeah. Um those people really propelled it at first. Okay. Because it got the other it got the other uh, you know, leaders of of the financial community wanting to be on a show. Okay, okay. Then it's the women, mm. and that gets more than anybody. I would say um, Tommy off of Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That skyrocketed us up again. Okay, and we just okay. did that one, and um, and I and I think you know you like he paid for that. You okay. know, and it's worth it because you know whatever the amount you paid. Imagine how many other people you can get now that you got Tommy yeah, on your yeah. podcast. You know, anybody in her industry now you can get. And I know that affects like ads and things like that, which I mm-hmm. want to dive into. Um, and I guess I can ask you that now, man. Yeah. Like, what is? I guess this. Let me ask this: What is the average that you pay for some of these podcast guests to come onto the show? You know, for them to do a show. Have um, you seen the budget for that? Oh yeah, I mean. Anywhere between five hundred to twenty five. Okay. Because I mean, after that, it's kind of like, look, Al. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. We'll That's... wait until we get a little bit bigger. And we could, you know, what I'm saying, yeah. meet in the middle, but um, between five and twenty five hundred to bring on. Yeah. You okay. Know, yeah. I would, reasonable. I would willingly pay that much to get, uh, you know, somebody who's going to get me an extra ten thousand to five thousand subscribers. Yeah. For because sure. you know, like you said, the ad revenue is going to come. Yeah. And and when it comes to ads, uh, just yeah, a little break jam the ad. Right that was going to be my next one. Like, break the ad part down for me. In Memphis, how many local businesses do you have? Uh, hundreds, thousands. If you charge them $200 just for an interruption ad, mm-hmm. and you only got 10%, yeah. how much money do you think you have? A whole lot more than, you know, not, <laughs> not charging them. Yeah. Exactly. So break that play down. Is that is that something that you guys do? Yeah. So if you have a business, if you have a service, if you are a person who has an own podcast, mm-hmm. if you can't, you know, because, you know, if you now to our podcast, you're going to have to, you know what I'm saying, it's going to cost you to get up there. Okay. Um, unless, you know, you have a certain stature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the easiest way to get all those eyes on you, because we get what, two to three million impressions a month wow. just on YouTube. Okay. So, and charge. That's the, that's the, uh, that's the uh, Rich and Unemployed mm-hmm. podcast? Okay, cool. Charge. Charge for them. I'll go up to them and say, hey, I have this po- I have this, um, this podcast. I have this platform. Mm-hmm. These are my impressions. Yeah. These are my numbers. So, the Here's impressions my- are one of the big things. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because it's a number that you can easily pull. Yeah. And, you know, if, if you got that many eyes on I me, mean, if you're getting 10,000 eyes, mm-hmm. you know, most people are not doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, most businesses don't get that. They don't have that. And if you go to, like, you know, classic uh, TV mm-hmm. or, you know, mainstream radio, you, you're going to pay more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you get a billboard, you're going to pay a lot more. For sure. So, you know, just getting that those eyes up there, um, I think that's the way to go. And then you can really fund your podcast okay. off people you know and other businesses in your town mm-hmm. or wherever. You don't even got to be in your town. How long is the podcast that you guys run? The time duration? Uh, it depends. Um, so we got five shows. Okay. So we got, well, five segments in the in the overall Rich and Unemployed. So we got Rich and Unemployed, which okay. is mostly like business leader, financial leaders. Gotcha. Then we have Rich and Unemployed Uncut, which is the women. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's a little raunchy out there. Um, then we also have a paperwork party, um, which is people who were incarcerated okay. coming out, telling their story, telling oh, how wow. it happened, what they learned, okay. um, how to keep other people. That's mostly to try to keep people out of jail. So you guys are basically build a podcast network. Exactly. And so all of this gets released under the same brand. It's just mm-hmm. a different channel. Am yep. I understanding that correctly? No, yeah. So it's one channel. Okay. And then each day of the week, we put out a different show with a different theme. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So the reason I asked for the time duration, because I was trying to figure out like what is an acceptable amount of ads that you guys can run in a podcast without 
Oh, okay. Because I know YouTube runs ads as well within yeah. the podcast. And then I think, is all of YouTube ads front loaded or do they run them in the middle of the episode as well? It depends okay. on, it depends on how far you are getting in your monetization. Like if gotcha. you're starting to get, you know, they start to pay you, they're going to run it all up and through there. For sure. For sure. Um, I would say, you know, forget YouTube. We could skip those. Okay. You know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. going to gonna pay you no matter how many people skip them. Yeah. Gotcha. So I wouldn't factor that into the ads. Okay. I would do, I'd say a good podcast is 30 minutes to an hour. 30 that's, minutes to an hour. That's okay. most people's, you know, that's most people's um, attention span. Yeah. I would say that if you do a 30 minute podcast, one in the middle, about eight or about eight minutes to nine minutes in, because people okay. start to tune out around Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Once you look at like the podcast numbers, they do. You They, they start off strong and then they typically drop off. Mm-hmm. And that's a great segue because. Once you're talking about monetizing, and you have the most concentration of people right there yeah. the, at the front, so you t- you guys typically will drop an ad about ten minutes in. Ten minutes every time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. When I wrote the SOPs to the editors, it's yeah. like, hey, within ten from eight to eleven minutes, I need to see it. Okay. You okay. Know? Cool. Um, and then you can sell anything. You can sell your T-shirts. Yeah. You can sell other people's brands. You can mm-hmm. let other people make their commercials. There's possibilities if you know, like me, I'm a videographer. Mm-hmm. So I would make extra money on the side shooting their ads and then yeah. make money putting them in putting the show. In the show. Okay. You know, okay. if they don't have anybody to shoot it. So you could monetize every way around it. Um, What's the time duration that you run those ads? Oh, uh, 30 seconds to a minute. 30 seconds to yeah, a minute? 30 seconds to a minute. What does that typically cost? If I wanted to put an ad on your, your, your show, what would that typically cost for a 30 second ad? And I know it fluctuates based on yeah. the guests that you have. So it, it'll it'll probably I think around now if you're gonna do it for like the full month, like three to four, just okay. depending on you know what it is, uh, you know how long you make it and how mm-hmm. long you want it out there. Yeah. But I could say three to four thousand. You'll you'll get a month. Okay. You get a month oh, of running. Okay. Okay. That's and that's then, cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's millions of people viewing you know your service. Yeah. Yeah. So talk to me about the art of podcasting because all these things that you're breaking down, you guys have this packaged up in. Is it a community or is it a course? So it's it's uh it is um becoming a community. The rich and unemployed um <clears throat> is making their own, you know, their own we I feel like we already got a community, mm-hmm. but we're actually gonna do it the entrepreneurial way, you know, okay. the way everybody does it. For sure. Um so it's the Richard Unemployed University, and he's starting that. Uh, it's coming up now. Like we have a, a master class coming up on the twenty fifth. Okay. And um, love to got to see you in there. I'm yeah, telling you, it's, for gonna, sure. it's gonna go crazy. And um, when we say the art of podcasting, mm-hmm. um, it's everything about podcasting other than the actual technical shooting side, right? Gotcha. So when the art of podcasting <clears throat> is how do you dress? What is your brand? Mm-hmm. Who is your avatar? Yeah. Um, like, you know, because who are you speaking to is something that most people don't know. They just start yeah, making yeah. content. Okay. But you have to have a person who you talking to every single time you get on yeah, the microphone. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, you know, what what the lights are. You know, it, your, what is your studio going to, you know, be set up as? Yeah. It, it's, it's everything about you that makes people want to watch you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's where a lot of people lack. I think that podcasting is becoming saturated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that one thing I liked about yours was I was like, yeah, I got to hit him up. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, before yeah. I leave, I got to get up here <laughs> is because it feels like you already read our book. Yeah. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? And because, you know, everything is in here. You know, you already have, you have books. Sure. You know what I mean? You when you sit down, you're ready to press go. Yeah. You know you have Equity Tap Network. You have the studio name. You have you know every single thing is already laid out. Okay, cool. So that no matter what angle they're looking, they're seeing you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what sure. I mean? For Even sure. if you let somebody come in here and shoot, mm-hmm. they're seeing you. Yeah, it's yeah. your Equity Tap. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? For sure. So I, I think that when we say the art of podcasting is, mm-hmm. what about you? Can you do to make them want to see you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, let's dive back into like the money side of things, mm-hmm. man. Uh, and not so much from the money that you can make, but what does it typically cost people to start a podcast? And I think that with the with the market growing so fast, I think a lot of people get sticker shock when they realize how much <laughs> some of this stuff. You know? Yeah. So it's, it's one investment in the equipment. 
Yeah. Then you got the post production, which is the editing, and mm-hmm. that's where typically most of the money goes in. Yeah. What are you guys seeing, man, strategy wise to help you get uh, a podcast started? Because, like you said, knowing your audience, my audience, a lot of them are startup entrepreneurs. That's who yeah. we, we talk to primarily, and they may have a product and a service, right, that they want to push and promote. And of course, one of the more effective ways right now to do it is YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. Number two search engine outside of Google. So how can people get started in podcasting at an affordable way? Or do you think if this is, if you're going to jump in it, there's a certain level that you have to in order for you to penetrate the market? So a long question. <laughs> no, no, no. But that, that's the only way you can ask it. You yeah. know, um, I'd say I'd say two things. Mm-hmm. I'd say one, you can do it. Yeah. At a very low cost. Okay. Your quality, you, you have to learn how to edit it. Yeah. You would have to learn how to edit and you would have to learn how to extremely work your equipment mm-hmm. to the point where you know you, you mitigating all of the things that these lights yeah you know what i'm saying multiple cameras mm-hmm. these this equipment would get you yeah um because you know that machine you got right there that black magic atem mm-hmm. that's about what five to eight hundred depending on where you get it from yeah yeah so you know that right there is the podcast. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people don't understand that you have to sync up your audio yeah. and your video together. If if a person just wanted to start, mm-hmm. right, get one camera. That's gonna cost you. You can get a good camera for two thousand dollars. I recommend yeah. Sony's. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I do. I shoot with a Sony A seven III, and okay. you shoot with Sony A's, right? Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Amazing cameras. Yeah, um, they are. They easy to operate too. Very. They do yeah. all the work for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that you can go get. Um, you can go get a. You can go get some tube lights. Okay. Um, I got some Godex ones yeah, that yeah. cost me. And when I first started, like it was like three hundred dollars for two. Okay. Um. So and then you need to get microphones. You can get the Rode microphones yeah, if yeah, you yeah. want to. You know, if you don't want to invest in heavy mics, because mm-hmm. the Rode wireless ones, yeah, very versatile and they work very good. I have a couple Rode whenever I do like speaking engagements mm-hmm. or I'm doing stuff on the go. I throw those on. You feel yeah. me? And 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 they work very good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. They noise cancel. They do. They do a lot. And so you can you could have a setup for maybe three to four thousand dollars. Yeah. Now that can get you started. Okay. But you know, with, with with it being so saturated today, will that take you over the hump? Mm-hmm. If you want to go over the hump, you need something like this. I'd say you're looking at maybe ten, ten thousand. Yeah, yeah. If you're getting all the equipment yeah. and you own it, mm-hmm. um, the equipment, the R setup is like seventy thousand okay. right now, like seventy. Wow. Yeah. So, nice. and and it's and it's over time. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? We, sure. we built it over time, but if we appraise everything about seventy thousand, okay. Um, now I'll say this too. Shameless plug. You know, I have a service to where I do a podcast in a box. I was going to ask you about that, man, because mm-hmm. I know you and Stormy Banks have partnered up, and you shoot a lot of her content along mm-hmm. with a lot of other people. And one of the things that she was saying within like seven days was it? She shot how many episodes? Yeah, we did twenty four episodes in six days. But how? <laughs> I've done two. Inter- I've done three <laughs> interviews in a day. Yeah. And man, when I tell you it is some work. Oh yeah. How in the world did y'all shoot that many episodes in that short of a time? Well, one, she's resilient. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I gotta give it to her on that. Yeah. Very resilient because it takes a lot. Yeah. It takes a lot of you, you know, to just speak and be. The same character to different people over and over and over and over yeah, again. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I'd say that system. You know, okay. I had done it. I put in my 10,000 hours. Yeah. I know how to knock them out. Okay. And I know how to do it to the point to where, you know, it's uh, we can we can just do it and batch it. Yeah. Now, the thing is, she had to have her. She had to do a lot of work herself. For sure. She had to have all the people ready to go. She Schedule, had to, yeah. She, and that was the hardest part, mm-hmm. you know, honestly. Yeah. Because once I set up the cameras, you know, you did I'm ready that, to yeah. go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when editing, um, editing was was it's easy for me now. Like I said, I've done okay. my ten thousand hours. It's it's nothing. Um, but I would say the 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 hardest part of it was to plan it. Okay. And so that's my service. And cause cause leave that to me. Yeah, yeah. If you're an entrepreneur and you um if you're an entrepreneur and you don't want to make that fifty thousand dollar investment, you yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? But you want that content, because right now she got six months worth of content yeah. that she don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. It's coming yeah, out yeah. every week. It's already scheduled on YouTube to come out for the next until the end of this year. Yeah. So Wow, and, I would and say it's get, already programmed, and oh, scheduled, yeah. uploaded, and everything. Oh yeah. yeah, everything's already ready. You know, because you know, on some, top of it, man. <laughs> and um, 
it, it, it's just, it's really just planning. Yeah. You know, you could do anything with a solid plan. Shout out Larry June. Yeah. Um, hey, man. <laughs> I went down to Denver last uh, December to see Larry June perform oh, live. Yeah, yeah, it was dope. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got to, I was so lucky. I got to actually, I, um, I told you networking uh-huh. is my, that's my bread and butter. Okay. Um, my first shoot ever was with Kaz of Dreamville. Mm. It's the first time. My, oh, man, yeah. The guy who, um, the first Dreamville, the guy who, you know, taught me how to shoot Illy Rock, he mm-hmm. couldn't make a shoot and he sent me and I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. But I made it look like I did. Uh, <laughs> and um, when he came back for Dreamville in 2021, mm-hmm. the, the, the second one. Yeah. They hit me. Um, Kyle Banks and uh, and um, and uh, Kaz's team hit me and was like, hey, we ain't got nobody yeah. can come through. Wow. I'm like, yeah. So a big thing for videographers too, shoot for free. Yeah. I'll break that down. Shoot for free. It's okay. no amount of money that is worth a relationship. Yeah. Ever. You know, if if you can afford it, because sometimes you can't afford yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can afford it and you can really make a plan with mm-hmm. the opportunity that you're given and you can really sell yourself, yeah. not sell your services, but sell yourself that you're valuable, uh-huh. shoot for free. Because they, I told them, listen, you don't got to worry about nothing. Yeah. I got you guys. For sure. You know, and then I'm on stage. Mm-hmm. You know, with Amazon shooting in the, at the biggest festival, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Of, of rap. But I got to chill with Larry June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, <laughs> and that was the most amazing moment. That's one of my favorite rappers, yeah. you know what I mean? But, like, even things like that, like, you'll never get that opportunity yeah, yeah. if you don't go for it. So, what's the strategy? And I want to dive into, this is a good segue because we're kind of moving into, like, mindset, right? Yeah. And so, the podcast is really divided into two segues, right? Mm-hmm. We have the financial literacy side where we give game on how to take your business to the next level. You've mm-hmm. done that with some of the podcast strategies and if time allows, we'll dive more into that. But then yeah. we also got the mindset side of it, right? Which is what you're talking about now. Shoot for free. That idea came from somewhere, but not only that, but you executed it, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess my question is, where, what, is the, what is the philosophy behind it? So you shoot for free, What's the follow-up game? What's the what's what's the next two three steps that you you do? Because the purpose of it right is to put yourself in a position to do continuous business with them. Yeah. So walk me through that that philosophy, and then after that, I want to talk about networking, man. You done oh, mentioned that a couple times. <laughs> so let's talk about the the whole shoot for free process first. So everybody wants something. Mm-hmm. I want something. Yeah. You want something for sure. And um, if you can't be used, you're useless. Hmm. If you I'm gotta giving hold, you, you gotta run that one back, man. Yeah. Run that back. <laughs> if you can't be used, you're useless. Yeah. So imagine if you only allow yourself to be used, not taken advantage of, but yeah. to be used to make somebody else better. Okay. If those persons is in a position and you sell yourself, when I say sell yourself, you mm-hmm. be upstanding. You you add creativity wise. Yeah. You add to their whatever they got going on. You give your For ideas. Sure. Um, usually they'll be willing to give you whatever you want mm. as long as it's equal or lesser than what you're giving them. The value that you provide, okay. And when I say I shoot for free, is because I'm never shooting for free. Yeah. Um, it's no money, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but um, so like I got a person that helped me fix my credit. Okay. I said, listen, I know you need content. Yeah. Call me whenever you need content. Help me fix my credit. Yeah. My okay. credit. So you, uh, you barter and leverage. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Barter and leverage. So, you know, now... The way I would want everybody to think of it is what you see a person, and it's not predatory. Don't do it in a way where you're taking advantage of somebody. For sure. But see what you can, what can help you excel, mm-hmm. and then ask them for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, tell them that, hey, I, will, I don't mind coming to shoot. Don't worry about paying. Don't worry about anything. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But this is what I need. For if sure. you have a service, because like, you know, we deal with a whole lot of business owners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you had a service, hey, bro, I, I like Jordans. Yeah. Tell me when I can get the, you know, like you're talking about your guy out there. Let yeah. me know how I can get extra drops. For sure. For Even sure. things like that, you know, and hey, I'll come out and shoot a commercial for you. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, to make the relationship. But not only that, become friends with the person. Yeah. Like actually show a genuine interest. A lot of these people has, you know, actually become, you know, good acquaintances. Yeah. yeah. So they don't mind helping, mm-hmm. you know. And then one thing I also do is I always ask for them to teach me. Okay. Teach me what you do. Wow. Um, podcasting yeah. is not my end all be all. Mm-hmm. It is a it's an amazing tool to learn what other businesses you can get into. Man, I'm gonna tell you it's one of the greatest <laughs> hacks, right? Because even through this conversation uh, with you and the conversation with Stormy just this week alone, man, mm-hmm. I, I actually had a chance to interview Lawrence. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, uh, like it's just a massive amount of information, million dollar worth of game, and that may be selling it short, right? So yeah, just to be able to do this piece of it, learning, it's it, it's like having a a, a master class in business yeah. every single week. 
And I and and if you if you look at psychology, right? And if right. you look at the psychology of a massively successful person, mm-hmm. what thing do they look for more than anything? It's to teach what they know. Yeah. You know, and if you can actually be a student of yeah. what they got to offer, they'll put more time and energy into you than they probably even thinking that they're doing because how many people say, I don't want nothing from you but your knowledge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most people want their products. Yeah. You know, so most people want some money. Mm-hmm. Nah, teach me so yeah. I can go make my own. For sure. Mm-hmm. It's the give a man a fish, eat for one day. Yeah. Teach a man a fish, he eat forever. And I find and that sets me apart from a lot of people. What was that? I want the knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The money gonna come. Yeah, it's up to me to make it. Mm. But the more knowledge I have, it seems like the more money I can make as well. Yeah, man. It's because, and I've heard it put this way: it you can only grow to the level of education that mm. you have. Yep. So if you've hit a financial ceiling, that means that you got to educate yourself, broaden the perspective a little bit, so that she can grow to the next level. And so having a thirst for education, always expanding the mind, mm-hmm. right? It's perspective. Uh, and, and what I like to tell people is, how would you like to make the best decision, you know what I'm saying, majority of the time? Yeah. Right? And that's all education does. It, it, it fine-tunes your mind and broadens the perspective so that you can make the best decisions so that you can monetize opportunities. Exactly. Right? And, and this is a good segue uh, to, like, the networking piece, right? Mm-hmm. Because in order to get the knowledge from people, you got to go meet them. You got to put yourself in a position, man. How have you been able to successfully network? I've heard you drop that a couple times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I mean I got a couple of uh, you know I had a couple of ways I do it you okay. know um, say if I met a person right mm-hmm. so like all right at the event it's a person I wanted to work with there okay so you know what I did I What's said bro that? you got somebody shooting you yeah he was like nah I said all right don't worry about it yeah take this mic here you go I got you yeah so what I did was I took my time and I sent him all the clips of him speaking made yeah. it in real form so now he has. Everything that everything that he said yeah. on stage, he has it in reels, chopped up nicely, minutes ready to go. All you got to do is post them. So hold up, hold up. I wanna I wanna frame this for the audience because this event was two day, three days ago, mm-hmm. and so you've already chopped up the footage and everything. Oh yeah, I did it that time. night. Wow. Mm-hmm. I know he was blown away. Yeah. Okay. So so tell me what happened next. So then you know I had already met him on our podcast, but yeah. it was just a it was just a meeting. So that okay. that gives me more. I can say the podcast it gives me a boost, yeah, yeah, just yeah. because you know people are already familiar with what I do, who yeah. I'm associated with, so that helps me get you know into the door a little bit more. For sure, but you still got to provide value. Okay, and um, instantly providing value is something that I, I'm, I think I've become a master at. Okay, I instantly will provide you with something that you want. Yeah. So then, hey. I want to learn what you got, so now I can go get the things that I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So that's one way I'll do it. Mm-hmm. I, if I'm at an event, I'll say, hey, listen, I, I got some videos. I got some pictures. I got this. Yeah. I got it. I'm going to send it to you. Don't worry sure. about it. And that starts the conversation. Bro, that's a play right now that mm-hmm. if it's a photographer on the other end of the camera, right, mm-hmm. they're saying, how do I work with, like, big-time people? You just gave them a hack, like... Find events that's going on, right? Look at who's going to be in attendance. And a lot of times they may show up without a photographer, especially if they're not from the city, right? Yeah. I know I got with Lawrence, and that was one of the things he asked. He was like, man, can you put me in touch with a videographer, right? So I'm assuming that these people do this all the time. Mm-hmm. So showing up and putting yourself in a position to capture that, yeah, it may not have been a paid gig, but if you killed the game, provided value, like you said, you're going to be top of mind anytime exactly. they need that. And you don't got to do as much as you was doing a paid gig. Yeah. You just got to give them something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And then you got to think about how expensive, how much money you probably saved that person. Yeah. You probably saved them a flight, an extra flight. Mm-hmm. Definitely saved them a videography. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And that could go how many days you need them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Editing. You saved them on money for paying for editing. Mm-hmm. How many, you know what I'm saying? How much is that? So you might have saved this person two or $3,000 yeah. for something you could do in five minutes. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You know? Man, I got a question for you. Uh, yeah. Diving back into, we're still on podcasting, but just... I want to kind of know, man, since we're on the mindset piece, like mentally, when you finesse and the team get together, right, and y'all strategizing on the podcast, like what's the vision for what's next and and what is that thought process? Because I can already tell, man, the level in which you think, right, you see opportunities probably where other people don't see mm-hmm. it. So how do you contribute to that pot uh, and what is like the vision that's going to help y'all propel to the next level? What does that conversation look like? Um, I got to give him his due respect. I think he's a content genius. For sure. Um, so what he does is he'll put everything out. Mm-hmm. Boom. He put everything on the table. And then me, 
he'll give me, which, like I said, I'm eternally grateful because he'll, he'll ask me, you know, say, what do you think? Yeah. Or what about this? Or what about this? And we've dealt with each other enough to know our mannerisms, to know Absolutely, how yeah. things are going to go off. And then I do a lot of research. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been watching <laughs> podcasts since a long time. Yeah, yeah, You know, since, because that's always something I always wanted to do. Gotcha. So the trends, what's going on, and then you have the white side of podcasts and the black side of podcasts. You okay. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when is that? When I say that is, there's a lot of information and trends and things that happen on the white side that trickle down to the black. Give me an example. Um, <laughs> I put you on the spot like that. Yeah. No, I can't. It's just the and I and I even heard one. Um, just kind of, it may not be in the same line, but I overheard a conversation where a young lady was talking about the name of the podcast. Right. Mm-hmm. There's certain thing that you know African American podcasters can't frame their podcast as because now it eliminates you from opportunity. But on the other side, they're gonna be all, the same content, the same type of name, oh, yeah. and it'll be okay. Oh yeah. So a lot of things is 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 a little bit more. I think we still more very entertainment. Okay. okay. Like it's a lot more entertainment heavy on the black side. Yeah. They want to see entertainment more than anything. If you look at the top podcast, you got Carisha Please, you yeah. got us, mm-hmm. you got you know, uh, EYL is the biggest one. Yeah. I, yeah. I think so. And uh, yeah, yeah. Social Proof, you got those, but they have to put in a fair amount of entertainment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In order to <laughs> to still garner their views, so. Like you know, they went to Steve Harvey. They went to they, they go to yeah. entertainers. Yeah, they still provide their you know their their you know financial content. But on the white side, it's a lot more niche. Okay, and they're I feel like they're able to have an audience about weird things. Yeah, like there's no I don't think there's no car <laughs> podcast for uh, black people. Yeah, like who's making it only about cars? Yeah, it's not for really sure. you know. So I think that with the white side, like I said, it trickles down. And yeah. I, I, I probably in most things in culture in For America, sure. you know, other than entertainment. We do, do you that. see that niche is uh, niching down on your podcast is the way to go as an African-American podcast? Or do you think that the, the model that's out there now is the best formula? Um, Niching down could be the way to go. It just depends on your niche. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, I would I would definitely do some market research. Yeah. Um, But I think that if you're gonna need, if you're gonna niche down, then you need to, you need to probably be by yourself gotcha. and have, you know, because most of the time, if you're gonna do, the people who are getting the most views right now are the financial leaders. Yeah. So if you want to take people, either you're gonna have to be all about women mm-hmm. and talking to girls. Yeah. On that type of side and getting some crazy stuff. Yeah. Or you're gonna have to be talking to the men and they're the financial leaders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I think that it just depends. It depends on your goals because, gotcha. like I said, the money, the money is in the views. But you are gonna get the views if you post consistently. YouTube's yeah. algorithm gonna put you out there if you post consistently. What do you think? And I, I know a lot of people. Nobody probably knows the formula, you know. But what is yeah. that? You say consistency. What does that look like? How long do you say? All right, you got to be going at least two years, three years, a couple months. Like, what do you, what have you guys seen? Post three times a day. Three times a day. Okay. Post three times a day on every platform. Every platform. Everywhere. You can repurchase the same content. You yeah, can yeah. post the same thing on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. You can post it all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let and me then, ask you this, because I may be using YouTube uh, incorrectly. Well, okay. I wouldn't say incorrectly. I may not be maximizing it right. So YouTube, I typically post just clean footage, right? The episodes that's edited and then the shorts that's edited. I won't post any candid moments and stuff like that on YouTube. Yeah. Because I'm looking at it more like a Netflix, right? Everything is production, highly produced, that's on the final platform. And then yeah. like Instagram and stuff like that, I show more, you know, behind the scenes and stuff like that. Should I be showing that on Instagram? I mean, on uh, yeah. YouTube also? Content is content. Okay. Mm. You know, because you never know how many, you just give them another opportunity. Because yeah. think about this, the people who, they might, the people who might watch that mm-hmm. might not watch your long form content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even, even taking your long form and, Content and breaking it down into five to ten minute sections. Yeah, based on like the subject or whatever. Like even okay. with this, right? So you take one of the questions is three to four minutes of us talking. Yeah. that's a whole video by itself. Mm, yeah. Then yeah. you can do before you know if you're breaking it down to where you're putting you know three to five minute slots of uh, well videos of content for a long term podcast. Yeah, you can put the behind the scenes with it and okay. have that go for the whole week. Yeah. Now you got content you're posting every day. Makes sense for a week. Plus, 
you know, the fun stuff, mm-hmm. then you got the long form one. Yeah. So people got an option. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. that might draw them to your long form. Mm-hmm. So they might see something they see in this one that they watched the other one and they wasn't interested in. Yeah. But they see this one. So now they're watching this whole podcast to try to get to this part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To see what sure. they say after. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So okay. it's different little tricks with YouTube. Um, definitely, I think that post everything you got. Okay. There's no reason not to. Do you repost like uh, old stuff? Do y'all repurpose that and push it back oh, out? Oh, yeah. Okay. If okay. it ain't been posted before and yeah. it can be posted. Well, would... I'm talking about even if it's been posted, do y'all go back and repurpose that and repost it again? Not so much, but okay. I, I wouldn't be opposed. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I wouldn't be opposed if it didn't. Um, I wouldn't <clears throat> do it all the time because you wouldn't want your audience to feel cheated. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But. If like a year from like a year ago, mm-hmm. and we had a you know I wouldn't be opposed to but like hey just throw that back up yeah yeah, yeah maybe yeah. not the long form but like the shorts and stuff yeah, like the that shorts, yeah. yeah definitely because you uh, of course from nine thousand or a couple thousand followers to mm-hmm. you know over two hundred thousand there's a, a audience that may not have seen some of that content that you posted exactly a long time ago. so I guess that's why I was asking man look y'all running one of the top podcasts growing mm-hmm. it. Like crazy, man. And I can tell just from the mindset that you guys know exactly what you're doing. What's next for y'all, man? Um, well, you know, Rich and Unemployed University, you have to tap in with Finesse. He's teaching okay. every single thing. How like every if do you watch his content? Yeah, I've well, I've saw him on David Chan's podcast. Okay. Yeah. So you kinda know, like, you know what I mean? Like he'll teach you right now, you know, he's trying to make sure like we 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 out there for men. Okay. Right. We love women. We want to hear their opinions. Mm-hmm. We want women to win, and the best way to help women win is to have strong men. Yeah, yeah. Not. Sure, yeah. Like, I ain't gonna say non-emotional. You should be in touch with your emotions, but okay. non-reactional. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying, men. You know what I'm saying. Workout. So I gotta do a little bit more. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> workout. You know what I'm saying. Get your. You know what I'm saying. Keep your appearance right. Make yeah. sure your nails straight. For you sure, know what I mean. Sure. Uh, come out clean. Uh, get your mind right. And be the best for our community, yeah. and that's one thing that Finesse is dropping. Um, that, and you know, Richard Unemployed University, and okay. like I said, the master class is the twenty fifth. We also are um, going into the course space. We got a joint course, which is it's crazy because I mean, he um, we put it together, mm-hmm. and it's just it's a, it's just crazy to me that you know what I'm saying he he I ain't gonna say allowed, yeah. but you know what I'm saying he we did it together. Okay. And I don't see a lot of, you know what I'm saying, like leaders that be willing to pull somebody up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he did for me. And, um, you know, so I'm teaching the technical side. Okay. If you watch my course, you will be able to build this. Okay, okay. Every single thing about it. Gotcha. Um, from editing to shooting, every single part. And okay. then that's the back half. The front half is the art of podcast. And so it's the mm. mindset, how he built it. Okay. Exactly step by step how we went. From zero to two hundred thousand subscribers. Gotcha. Um, so that course is uh, is coming out like real, real, real soon. You can, matter of fact, you can go to the website okay. right now and get ready for it. Well, I get all the information from you from the course, man, and uh, drop it in the description below. Mm-hmm. And uh, if y'all can provide any, you know, promo codes or discounts for the equity chasers, oh, our yeah. audience, man, that'll be dope. Because I do uh, get a question a lot of times on how do you start a podcast. I even explored at one point jumping into the whole podcast education space, yeah. which was cool because I had built out everything and I had gained some knowledge. And I and I did a class and I co- you know coached a handful of people, but I decided not to pursue that avenue of podcasting because it just wasn't what my content was about. Right, I'm, I'm talk about entrepreneurship, so we'll have some things. But you can do both. About. Yeah, maybe, maybe yeah. later on. That could be on the back see. end. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because well, now that I'm linked up with you, man, I'm, right. I'm definitely gonna have to explore it more for sure. And then for the um, the equity tap community, I do got a free equipment list. Okay, um, you got most of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I know they don't get to see exactly how you make this happen. Yeah. But um, I have a free equipment list, um, and I'll, I'll send you that link as well. Yeah. And then um, if they want to learn a little bit more, I got an ebook on. On my side, if you know what I'm saying, of my side of it, which is the technical aspects, I call okay. it podcasting mastery. Gotcha. So, so definitely, bro, yeah. I got you. Well, man, that's going to be dope. Well, let's do this, bro. I know, um, first of all, I want to thank you, man, for, like I said, oh, reaching you. out and making this happen uh, because I know y'all will be traveling back home here shortly. Y'all mm-hmm. came down for the conference, man. And this has been a very profitable weekend, man. I've met some amazing people, you know, connected with you, connected with Stormy, man. So it's been, uh, it's definitely been a blessing, man. So I'm thankful for oh, that's vice versa. this opportunity. Yeah. So let's do this, man. Uh, let people know how they can keep up with you. Mm-hmm. And then any closing advice that you have. And I like to kind of frame it, man. Uh, 
so let, let's frame it like this. Right. There's an entrepreneur that's on the other side of the camera, right? Right there. And they started okay, a okay. podcast, but uh-huh. they're not consistent. Uh, and, and and I think the biggest thing with podcasting, especially now that it went towards video, mm-hmm. is a lot of people afraid to turn on the camera, right? Yeah. Because when it's out there, it's out there. A lot of people are afraid of what they're going to look like, what they're going to sound like. Everybody goes through it, right? I went through it. Yeah. Uh, but it's just one of those I things. Yeah. yeah. So, man, what advice would you give someone who's afraid of the camera, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, but know that they want to get into the podcasting space, but maybe just afraid? So your contact information and then any closing advice for that particular person you have, man. Look, the floor is yours. Gotcha. Um, so follow me on Instagram, Sean Wick. I don't miss, you know. Um, <laughs> and then also go to the uh, Finesse's Only Club page. It's, it's right there. Finesse's Only Club. Shout out to Dope Shirt. Um, oh, thank you. I appreciate it. You know what I mean? Um, I was going with an equity tab, but then yeah. I was like, oh, he would kill me if I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> but um, to to the young podcasters out there and to the entrepreneurs. Any content, anybody who needs a great content for their business, I'll speak to y'all. I'm going to take the glass. Take the sachis off. Look, look them right in the eye, right yeah. here. <laughs> Just do it. You don't have anything else yeah. better to do other than better your life. Yeah. It, some, everybody's not going to agree with you. Everybody's not going to like you. But there might be one life that you can change. It's just everything is one opportunity away. Yeah. And you don't know how many times it takes to get to that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took me in my life losing a lot of people, you know what I mean, uh, going through a lot of hardship, giving up a lot yeah. to make it, to get it right one time, and you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is just keep going, keep going strong, and just do it, you know? Uh, if you go, you, matter of fact, just go on Instagram yeah. and, and, and go to your Explore page and just look, and you won't be embarrassed anymore yeah. because there's a lot of people who look a lot worse than you <laughs> doing a worse job or whatever you can do and you provide something that nobody else can provide yeah. and we will never know what that is until you show us and it ain't for everybody but if you can change one life based on something that you can give then that's for them yeah. and that should be the goal Man, look, you just set the mic on fire, bro. That was an amazing close. Look, I ain't got nothing else to say. Listen, man, if you guys are finding value out of this content, I need you to do me a favor. Go down to the description, hit subscribe, uh, turn on the notification so as we continue to roll out more content, you guys will be one of the first people that uh, that know about it. Also, join the email group. Become a part of the Equity Chasers email club. We send out an email notifying you guys of different things that we're doing. But also, more importantly, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to go to the description, tap in with my guy, Sean. Get all his information, subscribe to his channels, check out everything that they got going on. Also, if you're serious about taking your podcast game to the next level, check out the Art of Podcast. I'm going to try to do you guys a favor and work up a deal with them so that we can give y'all a discount. But if I can get you a discount, need you do me a favor, tap in with them, man, and take your game to the next level. Listen, man, Sean, I appreciate you like again, man, coming through, man, doing this. Y'all, until next time, y'all stay tapped in.